This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We're live at the warehouse today, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Come down, say hi, meet Tanner Mangum. Get an autograph. He says people don't ask for his autograph. I don't believe him because I already got a message of someone wanting his autograph. Grab some jazz gear, one per person, and really come check out the deals they've got here at the warehouse where they're just giving stuff away, essentially. Let's get out to the zone phone now, though, because a guy who knows both Tanner Mangum really well and Zach Wilson and their football careers, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, is nice enough to join us. Greg, uh, thank you for giving us a few moments of your time, and uh, I understand you're covering soccer these days, and we're going to step away from the beautiful game for a moment and talk the ugly game football. That's all good. Austin, thank you, and Tanner, good to be with you. And, yes, I'm out here in uh, outside of Cary, North Carolina, uh, suburban Raleigh, uh, the NCAA women's soccer tournament and men's tournaments happening here in this area for the next month. And uh, the BYU women's soccer team starts their run in the second round tomorrow, and so we're getting ready for BYU in Virginia tomorrow afternoon, and hopefully the Cougs are out here for a while. Yeah, a month stay there in North Carolina. That'd be, that'd be fun. But let, let's talk about Zach going number two overall to the Jets last night, Greg. Tanner and I were talking earlier about how uh, we, we all saw the potential of Zach Wilson. We didn't necessarily see him going number two overall when he first stepped on campus there in Provo. What are your takeaways from this moment? Well, I'm sure Tanner has a really good perspective on things um, because he got to see, you know, the, the early development of, of Zach Wilson and some of the things that would make Zach special as a true freshman. And, and the way the freshman season ended with that perfect bowl game was kind of a jumping off point or a springboard, everybody thought, for his sophomore season. And, and a lot of detractors, you know, those who were out there, you know, pointed to that sophomore year saying, well, do you really know what you're getting with Zach Wilson? Because it was a so-so sophomore year. But I think Aaron Roderick was always really adept at pointing out, you know, that that, that was a bad health year for Zach Wilson. That um, They really raced against the clock to get him ready for his sophomore year after shoulder surgery, when in reality, I think I heard Aaron uh, represent or uh, offer this opinion the other day that, it might have been a good a good redshirt opportunity for Zach as a sophomore, because it was such a race to get him ready, and and the arm strength maybe wasn't there to start the year. Then you throw in the hand injury or the thumb injury on top of that, and it was kind of a lost year in some ways. And it really didn't represent Zach at his full potential. So the sophomore year was kind of an outlier, I think, in, in terms of who he really was, and and what you saw in his junior year was more of a natural progression, and something that his freshman year I think would have hinted at. I think Tanner could speak to that too. I think Tanner would say that. The skills you saw, um, you know, Zach presented as a, as a freshman were those you'd expect him to replicate and, and augment a, as a junior. 100%, Greg. Uh, by the way, great to, great to hear from you. Um, Greg, one of my all-time favorite BYU. Uh, he's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah lo- love. And he's and got a great haircut, too. <laughs> you, 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 you and him both. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Greg, it's good to have you here, and and you're spot on with that uh, assessment. I, I I saw that 
potential, and I saw that progression happening, and I agree with you that that 2019 year wasn't a, an accurate depiction of, of what, uh, what Zach offered. But uh, I'm curious uh, what, what your thoughts are with him going to New York now. I mean, what's next? You know, obviously this was a, a huge accomplishment for both Zach and the BYU football program, but um, what do you think the next step is now for Zach, and what do you look to see from him in, uh, in New York? Well, sometimes, you know, a quarterback situation is, is directly correlated and tied to, you know, what's happening in front of him on the O-line. And that's why I thought it was such a really strong indication that the Jets so quickly follow up their pick of Zach Wilson with, uh, with reinforcements on the O-line. And I think it's more of an organizational commitment to Zach as well. It's just one pick, but I think there's symbolism in it. I, I think it's the Jets saying, we are going to give you every possible chance to succeed and, and here's a good indication how and why. Um, because even the best of quarterbacks can really struggle in the wrong organizational setup or, or without the kind of offensive line that allows a quarterback to make some mistakes and still progress. I, I think a lot of quarterback you know, careers, if, if not ruined, have been hampered by, by their first organization and how much help they don't have or have in front of them and then how much pressure is put on them to perform immediately. And I think... New York's one of those situations where the quarterback will be asked to perform immediately. You know, people look at Patrick Mahomes and, and you know, point at, the, at, at his career to this point and think about him basically going from Texas Tech to stardom. But you guys remember that that, that that first year for Patrick Mahomes was a watch year. That was a sit year. That was an Alex Smith year. Mm-hmm. And, and Patrick Mahomes wasn't thrown directly into the fire. As good as he is, as great as he is, Andy made him watch for mm-hmm. a year, a solid year behind Alex Smith. And what a great plan that was, right? People don't think give enough credit to Andy for that plan that year um, to bring Patrick Mahomes along. I mean, could he have started that, that year? Absolutely. But it was Alex's team that year, and Patrick learned and watched, and they gave him that, uh, that Week 17 game, I think, against Denver, is my recollection, back in, in Patrick's rookie season. And he showed that was his springboard game. You know, that, that, that was his perfect bowl game, if you will, showing you what he could do at full strength. And, and Zach may not be in the same situation, right? I think it's going to be a lot, a lot going to be expected of him immediately. And that's a little bit different than Pat. But I think Zach's somebody that could show, um, you know, the kind of ability to help that, that situation pay off. But remember back in the day, you know, even the best of quarterbacks weren't expected to carry teams right off the bat. And that's kind of changed in today's NFL in a lot of ways. Greg Rubel, voice of the Cougars, with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So what, the, what does it do for – the BYU football program, in your estimation, Greg, to have the number two overall pick in the NFL draft and a quarterback at that. Yeah, I, I think that the the last thing you said is the most important thing. It's it's a quarterback, and and anyone any this gets you in anyone. BYU already could get indoors, right, Tanner? I mean, you know, the, the Cougars' quarterback history is well established enough, but I think this really gets you in maybe a few more doors um, of quarterbacks who who may not be LDS but may want to go to a school that can put them in the situation Zach was in. Again, Zach got drafted number two overall as a junior, all right? Half a freshman season as a starter, uh, a sophomore year that wasn't a complete season as a starter, really just one full season as a starting quarterback in a system that helped, you know, project him to the next level. And, again, most of the credit is due to Zach. That, 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 that's his arm out there. But uh, Coach Grimes and Coach Roderick and Coach Sitake, both Coach Sitakes, put him in good spots to succeed and really – um, orchestrated things around his talents. I think it gets, it gets you in a few more doors, and it kind of you know helps to reestablish that identity that BYU has with the quarterback position. I think what follows, though, today and tomorrow will be equally as important. 
Uh, one of the great things about Utah football for a lot of years is the number of draft picks they could claim in the NFL. And, and not just one or two, you know, every other year hit and miss, but a consistent flow of talent through the college pipeline to the National Football League. And this should be and could be a year where BYU puts not one, but two, maybe three and four guys in the NFL as draftees. And that means a lot to recruits. As good as BYU's been, guys, at putting undrafted free agents in the NFL, multiple draft picks, I think, really resonate uh, with, with today's student-athlete. And I think it's going to help BYU measurably. 100%. I agree with you, Greg, especially with recruiting. It's something that I've talked about uh, is, is just how important winning is and how important getting guys to the NFL is in, in the recruiting game. So kind of building off this question, uh, talk about this added exposure now that BYU has gotten. I mean, you've seen, uh, I mean, just look, look at the pro day, you know, the amount of coverage that was on Provo, Utah, the amount of eyes that have been on Provo, Utah over the last six months or so. It's, it's, it's more than the past few years combined. Talk a little bit about that, what you've seen as far as the social media exposure, national media talk. Um, I mean, you, you were there during the Jimmer years. You know, I think th- those, uh, those years got a lot of eyes on Provo. But talk about the exposure that Provo's gotten over the last six months. Well, Tanner, I think there's value in looking the part. I, I think BYU, while not a P5 institution, presents a P5 profile to a lot of important entities. And the NFL is, is, is among them. Um, and again, it, it's a visual thing. It's an optics thing. It's a logistics thing, but the way BYU presents a pro day to the National Football League, I think, really resonates, and and it, it says to those you know those teams and and that league, yeah, we're not truly P five by by affiliation, but we are we are P five in appearance, we're P five in presentation, we're we're P five in talent, P five in scheduling, uh, P five in a lot of important salaries that can be offered to coaches. Um, I, I think that matters. And, and so BYU is doing the very best job it can without that, you know, P5 designation. Um, and, you know, the, the one thing lacking is, is the entree to the true, you know, postseason windfall that hasn't been there yet for BYU. But I think they're doing everything but that to show that they can compete at the very highest levels in every other way. Greg, one last thing while we have you. Uh, what's next at quarterback for BYU in your uh, best guess as we've just concluded spring? Well, I, I look forward to the August competition, which I think will truly be open. And and yet it's kind of an, not, not truly an embarrassment of riches, but truly uh, a bevy of options for Coach Roderick in his first year as, as the full OC at BYU. Um, whichever choice they make, um, they're going to be in great shape because you know he'll make clearly the best choice for BYU, operating around the best talents to get the Cougars a chance to succeed. And so many of them have such varied skill sets that I think it's going to be a fascinating and an intriguing competition because, you know, not, not, not everyone has all their eggs in the same basket from ability standpoint in that group right now. And Tanner could speak to it you know, better than anybody, um, you know, but, you know, Jaron Hall presents an entirely different profile than, you know, that then Conover does or, uh, and, and, or even, or even, you know, Baylor for that standpoint. And I think that there's a bit of a risk reward thing involved when you go the Jaron route, um, you risk, what was at risk last time? when Jaron got to play and that's, you know, can, can he take the physical, um, you know, punishment that comes with that kind of style of quarterback play. And, you know, not, not that Zach was averse to running. We all know how, how gifted he was as a runner, but I think the BYU staff made a pretty clear decision too, that we're not going to, you know, treat Zach Wilson like a true dual threat quarterback. They needed to keep him healthy for 12 games. 
And I think although he ran and ran effectively, there was a real distinct approach in terms of how we're going to run this guy. And that's not the approach you take with Jaron Hall. Otherwise, you minimize his, his effectiveness. Jaron has to be used a certain way. But I think if you use guys like Jaron Hall, you have to be prepared to have a number two and maybe a number three guy ready because this past year, guys, was the outlier. It's rare that BYU gets through a season starting just one guy. And in, in 2020, Zach was that one guy, but it had been a long time um, since it was Taysom Hill for one year where they got a 13-game starter. And then before that, you go to Max Hall. So, you know, it, it doesn't happen frequently where you can make it through with just one guy. That's why I say no matter who wins the competition, it may not be the only guy you're worried about this year. Good point. Something to keep an eye out and watch for. Uh, Greg Rubel, a testament to uh, a wise man once said that our best Canadians come from Canada, and Greg Rubel's a testament to that. So, Very, very wise words, uh, Austin. I'm not saying I'm not, not saying they're going to go on your headstone, but I hope that people always remember you for them. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Greg. Good to speak with you. See you guys. Good to talk to you, you, Tanner. See you guys. Bye, Austin. That, the story there is I was trying to – we were talking to Greg once because he's from Canada. We were talking to him about Rush, the Holy mm-hmm. Triumvirate, and and uh, and uh, then we got into comedians. And I was trying to say some of the best comedians come from Canada. And I said, "Some, you know what they say? Some of the best Canadians come from Canada." And of course, everyone had a good time. With that, <laughs> it's true, right? You can't tell not me I'm wrong. wrong. Uh, also, what I'm not wrong about is the incredible choice it would be for you to come down to the warehouse, 1825 South. 300 West here in Salt Lake. Uh, you know the place, 1825 South, 300 West, and Clayton is with us once again. We've been talking about adjustable beds. We've been talking about those screaming deals. But once again, Clayton, explain to our listeners, manufacturers authorize liquidation. That means simply that you got to get stuff out of here. Yeah, it's been it's been a tricky year in any industry, but especially the furniture industry to have to have inventory. And it's something we pride ourselves, you know, here at the warehouse, we have deals. So whether it's closeouts, whether it's last year's models, whether it's brand new stuff, we've got it here today. Come buy it and take it today. We're not going to give you the two-step. We're not going to give you the runaround where, you know, you like it and you're like, ah, you can have it in 16 weeks. Yeah, nah. right. Here at the warehouse, we've got the stuff in inventory. You can come buy it and take it today. And with this manufacturer's liquidation, let me tell you about. We've talked about adjustable bases, but let me talk. To you, let me talk to you about beds. Okay. Because if you get an adjustable base, you gotta have a bed to go with it. So check this out. I have a queen size bed. Now, if you're familiar with with furniture, you may know that Klausner a big deal is yeah. top notch yeah right the name Klausner means that it's the best the best of the best this is like the ferrari of furniture that sounds good to me okay so i got a queen Klausner bed regular 15.99 15.99 this weekend we're doing 5.99 a thousand off we're doing a thousand dollars off <laughs> that's on ridiculous. this bed why yeah why because we've been authorized to liquidate this inventory Okay. God, so, that made me giddy. $1,000 off the best of the best. Be- Listen, we had to take a whole truckload of them, so I have tons here in stock. If you walk behind those doors, you're going to see a whole stack of beds. This is that bed, and that's why I can do it the price I can do it. You're, going to, you're, getting, you're getting a full solid wood Klausner Queen bed at half the price. Unbelievable. Five ninety nine. Now, here comes the good part. King. I got the same bed. Look in the corner right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ooh, the bed that's we're a, talking about. That's a nice, that's a nice lay down right there. Headboard, footboard, slats, the whole nine yards. In king size, regularly it's twenty two ninety eight. 
I'm at 829. That's ridiculous. That's a beautiful headboard. It's beautiful. That is gorgeous. Solid wood, headboard, footboard rails. And listen, if you come if you come in and you mention me, Clayton, I'm going to do Not a Not your uncle Clayton. You, Clayton. Well, duh. I'm the better looking Clayton. <laughs> okay. Come on. All right, right. If you come in and you buy the king size Klausner bed, the headboard, the foot, and the rails, you take out the slats and you say, I don't want box springs. And you do the split king adjustable base that we're doing at twenty two ninety nine. You can take off another two hundred bucks. Oh my! In word. my name. Wow. The the Clayton off the top. The Clayton off the top. Yeah. That's if you buy the Klausner bed frame and the split king adjustable base with the mattress. Which you're already that 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 deal that you've got going as well. You said the competitions in the oh close to four thousand, and you're doing the whole thing with mattresses for. Less than that. We're doing the adjustable base with the mattress at twenty two ninety nine. <laughs> Ridiculous. Call it twenty ninety nine if you buy the bed. Amazing. Boom. You, you know who needs to come down here? My parents. My parents have been on the same uh, full their entire marriage. That's they disgusting. They share a full. I know. They fresh, and they're like, oh, we love it. And it creaks and it, and it moans and it falls apart. And, and they, they, you know, they need to. And then they're always like, well, I've got to wait for the right one. You're not going to get better than a closener. Throw out your old mattress. It's time to invest in your body and your health. <laughs> Absolutely. Come get a new mattress oh, here at the that's warehouse. So gross. So think how much stuff. dead, w- just no, dead skin weight. It. Don't think Ooh. about it. Just come down here and change it out. That's all you got to do. That's Thanks, right. Clayton. Come see us. 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Boom! It's the warehouse. More next. We'll talk a little Utah football on the other side here on the zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. Jazz Suns tonight, 7 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock tip-off right here on The Zone. The battle for the one seed. I'm not sure that that's as big of a deal to the Jazz as it is to us in the media and the fans. But what is a big deal is that Bojan Bogdanovic getting out of his shooting slumps that he's been through this year. He had a great night in that 154-point performance and talked about it. I mean, I shoot pretty awful last last game, so I was trying to get in a, a different way in this game. I think our offense was was great, but also our defense was was on a point, especially in the beginning of the, of the second quarter. Young guys, second unit did a great great job defensively, so we had a lot of lot of easy easy ones. Jazz tip off at eight. Pre-game at 7 o'clock. Hans Olsen and Tim Lacombe have your pre-half and post-game shows. David Locke and Ron Boone on the call. This update at the bottom of each hour brought to you by Syringa Networks. You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1825 South, 300 West, the warehouse here in Salt Lake City. Manufacturers authorized liquidation sale going on up to 80% off. You've got the Clayton special, the Tanner Mangum special. Tanner filling in for Jake and Gordon today. I'm Austin Horton. It is the big show. want to remind you about the Dyslexia Center golf tournament coming up. Get your foursome together and sign up today for the Dyslexia Center of Utah charity golf tournament. Join the fun May 13th, that's right around the corner, at Cedar Hills Golf Course. You ever played Cedar Hills? No, never. My in-laws live right uh, right behind it. It is phenomenal. It is a fun place to go play some golf. So this uh, Dyslexia Center of Utah Charity Golf Tournament at Cedar Hills, 100% of the proceeds go to the Dyslexia Center Scholarship Fund. Space is limited. Find out more at dyslexiacenterofutah.org. And uh, if you can't, uh, if you don't know how or don't remember how to spell dyslexia, I don't blame you. Just Google it. Like, do the voice Google. Ask Siri. Dyslexia. D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-A. That is correct, unless it's backwards. I don't know, because dyslexic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Liz Dexter. And this is jumbled. (laughs) He's Tanner Mangum. I'm Austin Horton. uh, We're excited to be here at the warehouse today. 1825 South, 300 West. Come down and say hello. Our thanks to Greg uh, Rebell last segment for talking about BYU football, Zach Wilson in the NFL. We've we've been loving up BYU quite a bit today. And there's another team, uh, you know, the team up north from Provo. They call the Provo the team, the team down south. So the Utes. That's an Urban Meyer thing. It, they still do it, though. I, we never did. That, we. we. <laughs> Look at you. I mean, at BYU, never once did we ever say the team up north. We just said Utah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what makes that rivalry so much fun is no matter what like so uh gordon wrote a column about zach wilson being the first ever uh college cor- uh, cor- college player to go number two in the nfl draft a momentous historic uh, moment and uh it, it turned into this byu utah rivalry thing it always does it always does it always and, does and i hope it never changes i love it i absolutely love it i don't think it will <laughs> but greg did, greg made a great point though about utah and I, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for utah because look at the number of guys that they have had drafted in the last 20 years i mean i, I don't know the number but it's 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 huge i want to say it's most in the pac 12 the, well they're up there with the alabamas yeah i mean it's they incredible. have a, they have an incredible number Amount of guys who who uh, who get drafted each year they they recruit really well, they develop guys really well. They're well coached, and uh, and that's where BYU is lacking. I, I mean, BYU sure we have BYU has a few guys in the league who, who are doing well, but as far as sheer numbers go, I mean Utah is one of the best in the country. So you got to tip yeah. your hat to when that. you're doing that recruiting PowerPoint presentation in the kids' living room. Yeah, you want to have that slide that says, look at all these NFL yeah, players. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Andy Ludwig, offensive coordinator uh, for the University of Utah football team, he's got a bit of a decision on his hands. He has a, a transfer coming in, a quarterback from Baylor and Charlie Brewer. He's got the incumbent, although was injured last year in Cam Rising, that they have a lot of uh, uh, like for and think that he has a lot of potential. Spring just wrapped up, and he joined Hanson Scotty earlier today and talked about that quarterback situation. So I know you've been asked this many times, but now that you've got a couple weeks of those cut-ups and looking at what you saw in spring, give us your evaluation of what you saw from Charlie Brewer. I'm I'm very excited about Charlie Brewer. Uh, Came in, you know, the, the X's and O's are very similar to what he's done his whole life. It's the terminology that's always a battle when you change system. And uh, much like when I came in for the, in 2019 working with Tyler Huntley, 
I was Tyler Huntley's third quarterback coach, his third offensive coordinator. I'm Charlie Brewer's third quarterback coach, third offensive coordinator. Uh, and he did a phenomenal job. He's a football junkie, been around the game his whole life, football family, and uh, did a great job diving into our terminology and, and our culture and our system. And uh, the, the results speak for themselves. He carried himself just the way you thought a, a player with his credentials coming in should. And he proved it day after day, got better each day, and the, earned the respect of his teammates. So I, uh, I'm fired up about Charlie. How will you handle that quarterback situation when Cam Rising comes back and he's ready for fall camp? They will. They will compete for the starting job. It's a it's a clear cut two man competition. Uh, again, Coach Witt and I will work very closely in uh, trying to narrow it. You know, identify the one, identify the two as soon as possible. But it won't. They won't be watered down reps with a third quarterback competing or working with the first group offense. It'll be Charlie and Cam and may the best man win. And I would like to say that Cam Rising was unbelievable teammate and ally to Charlie Brewer through spring practices, was just like another coach on the field for us, another coach in the meeting room. He was super supportive. What a great teammate. But I know one thing, he's chomping at the bit to compete with Charlie for the starting job. And he'll be healthy and ready for that, Coach? That is every report I have. He's uh on June 1st, he's cleared to start our summer conditioning program where the quarterbacks and receivers, we're not, coaches aren't out there, but the quarterbacks and receivers are out working on their own. And he has been cleared for that. He has, uh, they, has gone through a throwing progression for the past six weeks. That's continuing as he's back home there in Southern California. He'll continue to throw and get that arm back to strength. But when he comes in June 1st, all indicators are right now that he is, there's no holds barred with his throwing. There you go, Andy Ludwig, offense coordinator for Utah football with Hanson Scotty. A few things stood out to me in that soundbite, and a, a moment uh, in a moment I'll get Tanner's thoughts on a very similar situation he went through at BYU that's going on there with that program. But you heard, and I wanted to play the questions so it gave the correct context. You heard Scotty asked uh, about Charlie Brewer and Ludwig couldn't really contain himself we're very excited as he smiled you could hear the smile in his comment about charlie brewer he's smart with the x's and o's and very experienced and then he mentioned that it's he's had a lot of uh change and ebbs and flows at, at the quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator position and tanner while we were listening to that you looked at me and said i know what that's like that's not fun yep what's what's charlie in in store for to have the you, you, how do you how do you establish continuity where you go you went through three guys at BYU yeah he, he was referring to, to Tyler Huntley and how he was Tyler's third oh yeah Tyler quarterback yeah, yeah. coach but, but still I mean for Charlie now coming from Baylor to here and I dealt with it at BYU going from Robert and I to Ty Detmer to Jeff Grimes and continuity is one of the most overlooked underappreciated qualities in a successful quarterback uh, we talked about it earlier with Zach. This past season, it was his third year with that staff, third year with that system, and he was so comfortable in it. And it's not easy to go from system to system to system, changing the terminology because you can't master it as much as you want to. Because in a way, you're still learning it. You're still thinking. Even during the season, you're still – you don't have it down like the back of your hand. Something that I enjoyed about Robert and I's system is that I learned that system before I left to my mission, 
And so when I came back, mm-hmm. it was the same terminology. I knew it, and I knew it really well. I wasn't thinking. I, I could just play. But then when you learn a new system, all of a sudden it takes the uh, – it, it adds a little bit more hesitation to your game. And, and so it, it's, it's a challenge. And I, and I think Utah has – they haven't had a, a really – really successful quarterback in a long time. But I think a lot of that has to do with the, the constant change in system. Um, they, they've had flashes here and there, but when when teams, it's not just the quarterback, it's the receivers, it's the line, it's everyone. When you're constantly switching the system up, it, it doesn't allow you to play as free as you want. You don't get you don't get the chance to master it, and uh, it has an effect on the uh, the team's performance. How close is it to, say, learning a new language? Like like you went on a mission to yeah. Chile, right? If I'm not mistaken, Correct. yes. How how much is it similar to? Uh, it takes time and energy and effort yeah. to get that down to where you can just be conversational. Exactly, it, it's super similar because it really is a different language because every coach has different terminology and different phrases, and oftentimes it, it, it's counterintuitive where one coach uses that word in one way, but then this coach uses that word in a different way, and so it completely switches the definition of the word. And uh, it takes a lot of study, a lot of time to, to really get get it down and get it mastered. And that's one of the more overlooked things when you look at um, when you look at successful teams, is that oftentimes the most successful teams have coaches that have been there for years, yeah. systems that have been established. Guys know what they're doing; they don't have to think. And then, because then once you know what you're doing, it makes it that much easier to adjust, especially with audibles at the line. If you have a, if you've mastered the offense, you can very quickly see something and then know what call to switch it to or know what audible to make. But when you're learning something new, you, you've you hardly learned the first thing, so you have no idea how to switch it to the second thing. Yeah, it, It's been my opinion for a long time, and I think you might agree, that uh, the thing that was holding back Utah football from taking that quote-unquote next step wasn't necessarily the on-the-field talent. It was more the continuity or lack thereof at the offensive coordinator position. 100%. It's, it's the system. I mean, Utah has been known for their defenses, in, largely in part because they have, an, they have a great defensive system with great defensive coaches that's been established, and they recruit the guys that fit that system. But on offense, they're constantly changing the system, and so they can't recruit the guys that fit the system because it's, it's changed. Hmm. It's switched again. They bring in one guy for this system, and then they change it, so then he's not as successful. And... Uh, when it comes to Utah's offense, they 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 constantly kind of underperform because they, in my opinion, they don't utilize the talent that they have. They have talented players. I mean, look at Tim Patrick. He's a, a receiver that yeah. was at the U. Didn't do much. I mean, granted, he had injuries, but now here he is at the Denver Broncos, their leading receiver. Yeah. I mean, they 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 um, and then Zach Moss. Um, I'm tr- trying to think of other. Well, they, they wasted a year of Zach Moss's career with Troy, and I'll do respect to Troy Taylor. He didn't know how to use yeah, Zach they, Moss. They, they have wasted. T- it. They have talented players, but they, I just don't. They don't. I don't think they've used, They've implemented the systems that allow those players to truly thrive. Yeah, well said. Well said. And then you've got Cam Rising, who sat out last year with that injury. Watched Jake Bentley not, uh, you know, reach the potential that he came in with as an SEC transfer. And then uh, they had they had promise and, and love for Cam Rising. You heard uh, Andy Ludwig. I don't know if it's fair for me to say. He added the caveat that. Rising is chomping at the bit to compete for the starting job. It seems to me like it's really Charlie Brewer's gig to lose come fall. Is that fair to say? That's my assessment. Uh, I, th- I think what Charlie did at Baylor uh, kind of speaks for itself. It kind of helps his case. And then I, I think Cam, even though, yes, he only played one game. What, yeah. What? It, well, maybe a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even a full game. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, he started game one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But in my honest opinion, from uh, what I've seen from him just on tape, I'm not all that Im- impressed. Uh, like, like enough, to, not impressed enough to say that, oh, it's it's for sure his job. Um, whereas with Charlie Brewer, I mean, what I saw from him at Baylor, I mean, he's he's got potential. He's, he's you know he's got a um, a lot of ability. So it'll be inter- interesting to see how that quarterback battle pays off. But again, to me, it comes down to the system. Regardless of who's in there, can they ad- make the adjustments necessary to allow that offense to kind of take off the the ceiling, the the roof? It's they've always kind of felt kind of conservative to that me. That governor on there, yeah, yeah, exactly. They've never like just fully let it loose, let it rip. And I think a lot of that has to do with Coach Whittingham's mentality. But there's a lot of potential that you know, a lot that uh, remains to be. Uh, you know, remains to be seen. Yeah, fulfilled. Yeah, fulfilled. Cam Cam sat all season next to Andy Ludwig up in that booth on the headset. So maybe there's something to be yeah, said there that definitely helps. He might be ahead of Charlie in the the language, yeah. like we were talking about, yep. but maybe not the full uh, talent that Charlie yeah, the on, on the field playmaking. Hey, he's Tanner Mangum. I'm Austin Horton. We're filling in on the big show today, having fun at the warehouse, 1825 South. 300 West here in Salt Lake City. We'll tell you about the screaming deals they have uh, coming up on the other side. We'll also give you a tri-day trading market update. Howard Beckett, 4, and uh, we'll uh, hear from Joe Ingles at 5. More of the big show next here on The Zone. What do you want? You're locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Ninety-seven five, twelve eighty, the zone and the zone sports network. Time for a market update brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. Uh, the markets uh, today were thanks. Oh, it's it's still loading. Uh, the markets were down. Sadly, the uh, Dow Jones down one eighty-five. The S and P five hundred down thirty. The NASDAQ down just under 120. Again, I don't know what that means other than it's not good. Up is good, down is bad. So the markets were down. But, hey, get get in touch with TryDayTrading.com. Become a day trader and uh, supplement your monthly income or even uh, replace it with TryDayTrading.com. Before we talk with Clayton here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Uh, Tanner, one word to describe uh, – Life as a BYU quarterback. Ooh, One a, word. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, it's not fun, although at times it probably was. Wow. That, this is you put me on the spot here. <laughs> I would say. And we're going to hold it, hold you to it. Yes. The rest of your life, I'm going to bring it up every time I mention you. I would say multifaceted. Multifaceted, the life of a BYU quarterback. Yes, there's just, there's a you lot. You cheated. You put a hyphen, but I, I'll allow yeah, it. It's, it's one word. <laughs> there's just a lot that goes into it. It's it's a dream come true, but at the same time, there's a lot of pressure that goes that goes with it. It's fun, but also challenging. Is it one of those things that you're glad to have had that experience, but you're also glad it's over? I am glad I had the experience. I wish it would have turned out differently. Sure. If I'm being 100% honest, there are times, there are days where I, where I think, man, 
there was a lot of potential, but it definitely kind of didn't end out the way I wanted it to. But at the same time, I learned a lot of lessons and gained a lot of experience that I wouldn't have gotten any other way. And it shaped me and helped me become who I am now. And, and I think the lessons that I learned there, I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, I think that's a great way to look at it and, and approach it because, uh, yeah, while the potential, maybe the hype didn't match what turned out uh, as, a, as a BYU quarterback for you, but you still did it. You still yeah. can say I I gave it all. I gave it everything I had. Totally, I'm great. I'm grateful for that opportunity. I I did the best that I could, and uh, sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah, you know who didn't do that? Me. Uh, you know who who didn't do that? Uh, Clayton. You know who didn't do that? Johnny. Well, hey, I mean, each, all, every one of you have done amazing <laughs> things in your own right. Every, whoa, 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 whoa! Johnny's parole officer is listening. We want to make sure that <laughs> we tell the truth about all all this <laughs> stuff. But so multifaceted. Kind of like the deals here at the warehouse, Clayton. 1825 <laughs> South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Multifaceted deals with the liquidation, of manufacturer's authorized liquidation, and the things that you throw in as well. We haven't even talked about. You can get a customizable sectional with a local company here w- down at the warehouse. What a transition into that. That was awesome. <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. Hey, we just want to end the show being able to say, it was fun, but we're glad it's over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me under the bus here, Austin. Come on. No, we're excited. Um, for those of you who are listening and, and avid listeners all the time, you also know that we don't just sell beds, right? And so um, into this this segment, I want to talk a little bit about some other deals that aren't that aren't adjustable bases or beds. Um, I wanted to talk about some TV consoles uh, that we've been able to acquire and, and some display cabinets. Okay. With this manufacturer's authorized liquidation, authorized manufacturer's li- liquidation, I should say, we've gotten everything. Anything you need for your house, we've got it. Whether that's a TV console, same manufacturer as the bed. We have a we have a Klausner TV console. Console. I can't even speak English. I just got back from Peru. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 learning the, the English, English is my language second again. language here. Council, console. We'll counsel you on the consoles. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we have a TV console. Made by Klausner. Remember, we talked about this in the last segment. Klausner, top of the line, it's like the Ferrari of, of, of furniture. Regular six ninety nine. I'm at two ninety nine. Wow. On a TV console. Wow. TV console. What's That's that? four hundred dollars like, less. Exactly, and it's like an entertainment stand, right? Yeah, yeah. So you put your TV on it, whatever. I don't even know if VHSs are still a thing, but I'm sure you can put your VHS in there. <laughs> Or if not, you get your Roku in there, Apple TV. If you're going to put a VHS in there, uh, you probably shouldn't be buying a TV console. You think? If you're still holding on to the VHS. I'm old school, man. I like VHS. You don't own a VHS. Okay, I don't. But I do own own an N64. Oh, that's fine. We'll allow that. I love the N64 But you've got to have somewhere to put it, and the TV console holds it. The entertainment stand, TV console, hold it. I also have a display display cabinet made by Klausner. Same kind of deal. Regularly, we're at $1199. Check this price out, three sixty nine ninety nine. It's like almost eight hundred dollars off. And again, why are we able to do this? Yeah, and Be- stay in business because we were authorized by our manufacturers b- to bring in truckloads. Last week we got two truckloads in. Next week I'm getting three more truckloads, so I have to clear space. They gave it to us at a deal where they said, "Look, if you secure and you buy these five truckloads, I'll give you two at this price," which we pass on to our customer it's something that my dad has been doing for years we go out and we fight for deals to then pass on to you 
That's the name of our business here at the warehouse. Seems like everyone you know is either moving or knows someone that's moving right now because the, the housing market is just ridiculous. Why not get some fresh stuff for the house and save some dough at the same time? It's crazy. I have a friend who put his house up for sale and in one day it sold. Yeah. Probably over asking. So if you if you're exactly right, if you're in, in the in the market for you know, getting new stuff for your house, I'm sure your wife would love it. Come down and save money. You know what I think And would, get it today. You know what I think would be a great idea is Mother's Day is coming up. Okay. I talked to you about my parents and they are stubborn and holding on to their old stuff. But what if you and the siblings got together and got the, the your mom and dad a brand new Taj Mahal adjustable bed from the warehouse? You don't have to tell them that you got it on a screaming deal. You, don't. you can let them think that you spent eight grand on it. You can let them think that you know you're getting a bonus at your work and that you're rolling <laughs> in the dough. And when then you, yeah, when really you save tons of money and they're happy. It's a win-win-win all around. Come down and check it out. Just l- and look at the inventory that you can walk home with today, which is rare in this industry right now. And that's the best part. We've gone out. We've secured these deals to save you money so that you can save money and have it today. Just like the housing market. It's hard to buy any house. It's hard to find a house. Same with furniture. Yeah. And that's what I think is really cool about us. Come down. Save some money. We've got everything you need, whether it's an entertainment stand, mattress, an adjustable bed, a bed, sectional, sofa love set. I even got some recliners in that we're going to talk about next break. So come give us a shot and uh, save some money. Get down here. This sale, uh, I think it's through the weekend and Monday, right? This liquidation sale, you open at 10 a.m. sharp. Get down here. Check out the stuff they've got at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. We'll talk about the more, those other deals coming up in a little bit, Clayton. Boom. It's the warehouse, and it is the big show. Howard Beck is next here on The Zone.